Welcome to the Magic Our Way podcast. I'm Kevin Smith, and now get ready for all the Disney there is. Turn up your mouse ears, kids. It's Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. The Magic Our Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Asante, son, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Army podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana. And on this show, we invite you to feel the libation. Feel it, feel it. We are artistic buffs talking about dizzy stuff, and this is a show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRoy.com is where you can find us. For this show, we are doing theming wars where we compare old theming versus new theming. And for this show, we pit Maelstrom versus Frozen Ever After. And look, this is your typical polished practice Pixie Dust and Dizzy podcast. No, sir. We are not in the parks every day trying to tell you how Moana's journey of water is coming along. <laughs> That's right, Kev. We're here to drink, talk some Disney, and tell you which is the best ride to occupy Norway. So while we're thriving, you keep on subscribing. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. I'm Eli. And Lee. And hey, you want to see Elsa Nana? I'm the one you want to be calling. <laughs> oh, book wow. with Lee in 23. So, guys, look enough about jibber jabber. Let's go compare Maelstrom and Frozen Ever After. Here we are in the hub, our main topic segment of the show. And as I mentioned in the intro, it's theming wars time. Yes. Yes, sir. And for this one, uh, we are talking about Maelstrom versus Frozen Ever After. Mm-hmm. So this was Danny's idea. Yeah. And so, Danny, won't you give the listeners a rundown of what, how this exercise is going to work? Yeah. So basically what it comes down to is, as we've discussed many times on the show, I've, I've often said that I think that the rethemings that Disney does of existing rides they never really turn out well. And I decided, well, maybe it's a good idea to kind of put these thoughts to the test, if you will. And so that's what we're doing here. We're going to go through an existing ride structure. It's pretty much the exact same ride, just with a different theme. And in the most objective way possible. Exactly. Yes. And we're going to judge it by a series of categories, just to kind of keep it fair. We're going to judge it by its cue. We're going to judge it by its theming slash immersion. You know, how well they get you sucked into the the vibe of what you're experiencing. We're going to judge it by the ride experience that you have as you're riding it. We're going to judge it by its story. And we're going to judge it lastly by repeatability, which is pretty much the most important aspect of it i think is how often that you're willing to do this ride over and over and over again so this was our way of really kind of separating the wheat from the chaff you know just trying to figure out okay like we say these things and these things appear to be true but what happens when we start to really dissect it which rides come out better which rides will we write about that these are not as good as the original content yeah, really quantify it and figure it out. Mm-hmm. And we even put a, a nifty little scoring system, which makes it just an even vote. Mm-hmm. Each one of us has one point to give in each one of these categories. And we're going to assign it either to the original theming to it or the really the new the new theming. Yes. So in this case, this could be one of our points is going to either go to Maelstrom or Frozen Ever After. Right. And then at the end of the day, we'll see how each of the attractions uh, has done. Tabulate the points. Lee's going to be our scorekeeper here to keep track of everything. And, of course, at home, we'd love you to play along, uh, get in touch with us, show at magicourway.com, and let us know what your uh, scoring went, how, you, how your scoring went for each of these categories. And if you have a suggestion for a different category we, we didn't consider or future ideas for these theming wars where you know of an attraction, like, I, I want to hear y'all cover, oh, I don't know, the original Disneyland subs versus the Finding Nemo redo. Like, I want to hear y'all cover whatever. Let us know, and we'll we'll get it in there. Just keep in mind, uh, there's certain things that don't really qualify for this exercise. Yeah. And what I mean is that if the shell's the same, but the innards are completely different, it was completely gutted out. For instance, World of Motion, mm-hmm. Test Track, two totally different things. You yes. can't really compare those things. And another example of that is uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, mm-hmm. Winnie the Pooh. 
completely different ride system, completely different everything. Can't really compare those two. Yeah, the shell is not as important as the ride itself. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, that's the point of this exercise, theming wars. So let's get down to it, man. This is Maelstrom versus Frozen After After. Frozen After After? After After? Ever Ever? Ever Ever. What? Frozen Ever Ever After. Oh, I don't know. I hope that doesn't show any bias for me on my side. (laughs) Whatever. Yeah. Um, We'll we'll come down. We'll see how it goes. So, Danny, since this was your brainchild, sir, I I think you should get the honors and go first. So we're talking about Q as the first category. Who gets your one point? So, without a doubt, I think this is the easiest no-brainer category when comparing the two. On the one hand, you can walk through the village of Arendelle, see Oaken's tokens, catch a glimpse of him in the sauna, see the northern lights. Or you could walk through a plain corridor full of tiny little Norwegian flags and arrive at a giant mural full of polar bears and hairy men and ice and And black women boats blonde cruise ship women yeah i do like that part yes is is this really even a choice i mean don't get me wrong it's it's a beautifully painted mural but i'm i'm not trying to make people feel like they're in a museum here i'm trying to set the scene that you've entered a new world all right and and like i get that there might be people out there that are partial to 80s epcot as am i I love 80s Epcot. I'm incredibly biased towards 80s Epcot, but I've got to be honest and unbiased when judging these two. And even I have to admit that if I ran Imagineering and someone ran in tomorrow to pitch me an idea for the queue of our new Norway ride, and my choices were wandering through a village, taking in the shops, meeting a popular character, or I could stare at a bunch of raggedly handsome men and one woman, I'd, I'll go with the village. Give me the village. <laughs> I want to do that. So um, that's where I'm going with. I'm going to go with Frozen Ever After. It just it it does something that Maelstrom doesn't really do for me, and 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 possibly would have done if they didn't try making the unloading area, the holding area for that freaky Spirits of Norway movie. It, it kind of made the village the cue, which I thought was an incredible innovation when they did that ride. Uh, that you made your way through this village as opposed to using it as a holding area to make you watch a movie. Uh, I thought that was a, a great use of the village of Arendelle and the Northern lights are beautiful. The mountains, the vill- I, I just love it. I love that uh, atmosphere in there. So I'm going to give the Q area to frozen ever after. So Danny gives a point to the new theming frozen ever after, and I'll go next for this exercise. And yes, I would like to give the point to the new frozen ever after ride as well. I mean, there's no doubt uh, if we're thinking about the queue as part of scene one or is scene one, um, I think the newer theming does a great job of setting up what you're about to experience. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. The original queue I remember was boring as heck. You went down through, I mean, yeah, maybe some of the architectural elements, the design elements were supposed to convey Norwegian architecture and design and whatnot. Um, but still you walk through a narrow hallway and you dump yeah. into these huge room of switchbacks with that big old mural that seemed like you were in that room forever. And it was, yes. you know, uh, the mirror was gorgeous. I mean, it was gorgeous. And I loved seeing when I was little, the little Viking ship heads on the boats go by and it was, it was great, but man, it was, it was nothing that really set me up for Norway. I don't know if it got budgeted out mm-hmm. <laughs> when they're building an attraction. Um, and we'll talk about more about that a little bit later, but yeah, I got to give my point to the new theme frozen ever after. Well, that was part of the cruelty. I think of the original, maelstrom ride is that when you got in there and you're just staring at this plane i think i want to say it was like a green corridor yeah or uh, yeah and you're just staring and staring at you staring at and then finally you break through and there's the ride right there and there's that huge mural you're like oh my god i'm almost there and then 25 minutes later you're still staring at that damn mural switch back yeah exactly it's it's right there it's like (laughs) so tired of this mural it's kind of like Mexico ride because you do go through the switchbacks, but it's not as bad. Yeah. Mm. You know, I mean, no, I'm sorry, not, not as bad, but worse. I mean, mm. it's worse. The Mexico switchbacks aren't as bad. The Norway one, that was just a huge room of yeah. nothing but switchbacks. Craziness. All right. Well, I just want to preface this by saying that I'm at a small disadvantage here having not experienced in real life the Maelstrom attraction. So I had to do some research and, you know, look on the internets and YouTube videos and stuff like that. 
So I am glad to say that I'm in good company with this opinion. I thought I was going to get slammed by saying anything bad against Maelstrom, you know, and then people that have the nostalgia for Maelstrom and all this other stuff. But every video I watch, I'm like, so this is it. It's just a big wall that you look at this whole time. Okay, cool. Like, I guess. So naturally, if there's any kind of inner elements or any kind of storytelling or anything fun in the queue, it's automatically going to beat pictures of boats and ships and cruise ships and sailing and biking ships and other ships and blonde people we get it we get beautiful it. norway people. likes their boats we i might figure that out pretty cool they like their we boats do. and their bearded men yes. and blonde women yeah. Vikings and cruise directors yeah exactly so yeah um, i'm glad to say that i was right there with you and i was not going to be the odd man out on this one so you see that look, look lee is rev- he's just like ah Thank yes, Christ. I was really worried I was going to get jumped on yeah. this opinion because these sons of bitches are just so biased. They're not going to call it as they see it. They're going to they're going to go they're going to figure out some element that I didn't think of to go after the original. They're no. For all of this stuff. Well, I mean, if you've experienced it, I'm sure there may have been like some nostalgia involved or something of that nature that could have said, "Oh, you know, but you know, oh, there is. the story of this or whatever." But yeah, for the queue itself, I was like, "That's it. Okay, I guess so." There's a hundred percent nostalgia involved, but yeah, and that's part of the difficulty. Like we make it look easy, but the difficulty behind what we do here is that we really do try our best to be impartial yeah. while drinking. We I have, guess yes, we have yeah. exactly. I mean, like this is here's our true serum right here. <laughs> I'm holding it, although I guess this is an audio podcast. I don't know if this is audio video. Yeah, yes, but he, still, he's shaking. A glass, I'm shaking a liquid. glass full of, of brown liquid. liquid. Yes, yes. yes. All the way to do it. So uh, Lee gives his point to the new theming. Eli comes to you, sir. Did the new one or the get uh, old one get any love from you? No, I mean not in, uh. not in this instance. Um, yeah, oh, I mean, if, projection, projection. I mean, I, the only way I can really phrase it different than what you guys have already said because you guys have put it very well. I mean, it's pretty much technology versus not much. Like that's that's the yeah. comparison I pretty much uh, roll with with this going forward. And I mean, yeah, who doesn't want? I mean, granted, it's a big dude in the you know the spot talking to you, but Woo-hoo. I mean, yeah. But who doesn't want that kind of interaction? Who does? I mean, it's a lot more vibrant. I'm with you than what Maelstrom presents for it for its cue. Yeah, well, you know, to go along with it, what's even better is when you hear that big guy, yeah, uh, Oaken, uh, give these the 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 loading spiel in Spanish is even more funny. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, por favor. Yes, he I heavy accent, and it's just like, oh, oh, por favor. Yes, yeah. Inside oh. the boat. I, don't I thought that was just a Swedish chef talking. All right. So it sounds like it's a clean sweep in the Q category for the Frozen Ever After. I think it is. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Still some hope for the old one. So let's move on to the next category. Which is immersion, and immersion includes theming and music and all the stuff that gets you into the, the mood. The mood. The mood. Yes, that's that's the scene. So immersion, back to Danny. Well, since we're talking about mood, I think Maelstrom sets the mood very well for what's to come. You start off with this creepy vibe, and there's this eerie music playing. An ominous voice speaks to you as if from nowhere, <laughs> which puts you in this mindset for this trip across time to an ancient, mysterious world full of adventurers and Vikings and magical trolls and all these things to come. And I guess it, it also helps that the ride takes place in, in, in pitch black darkness, which also adds to that spooky vibe that i was talking about i mean there was one point i remember riding this as a kid and half expecting to see a sea serpent pop out at any moment when you saw the viking ships and whatnot and and you get a a three-headed troll i mean so just it that does add to that sense that anything can happen so uh, there was something about that vibe that i kind of dug and not to mention that it's based on actual norwegian history and and folk tales as opposed to a fictional land in the middle of a pavilion paying homage to a real one the thing with Frozen to me is that it just it, it seems as dark as Maelstrom was, but we're supposed to be celebrating something happy, like a, they were doing like a happy snow day or something like that. So we're going I to this guess. beautiful happy snow day festival, and along the way we're meeting all these cheery Frozen characters singing their happy songs, and it all just seems to be happening in the pitch black deadness of night. 
<laughs> and the so the 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 spirit of the ride doesn't quite match the vibe of the ride, if that makes sense. I mean, the first time I wrote it, I was half expecting like at any point the wolves are going to attack, <laughs> like in the movie, <laughs> but nothing. The vibe just seems all wrong. It's just so dark for such a cheery ride. Uh, so your point goes to Maelstrom. my point goes to Maelstrom. Funny enough, my point is going to Frozen Iraq. Here. Oh, well, I was, was going to say funny enough. I, I know. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Yeah. And I thought about this and I was like, well, you know, as far if you want to get me set up or put me into the world of Frozen, I thought they did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. If I see a ride called Frozen Iraq after, I expect to see Snow, Mount uh, Arendelle. I, see, I expect to see the characters. And, and, you know, I hear the music. The music's all over the place. I'll I'll critique this ride in another category as far as what the hell they're doing, but it's like you know if I'm going to be t- transported to that world of Frozen, okay, yeah, they they kind of got that whole thing going for them, even from the Q aspect of it, where you got Oaken uh, doing the spiels and he's creeping you from behind some door. I don't know what the hell he's wearing behind that, but it, it, <laughs> but still, you're thinking about thing. what he's wearing though. Yeah, you can't help it. It's like, I hope to God he's got a towel around it, but if he didn't, eh, all right. He's smiling. He has not no towel. It's kind of like when you're going to Pirates of Caribbean. Yeah. Like when you're going to Pirates of Caribbean and you hear him digging and you keep kind of peering back to see if you can see beyond that rock where you see the shadow. You're peering into that sauna. You want to see it. Yeah, you want to see an animatronic digging. (laughs) You want to see this Oaken. I want to see Oaken. I want to eat Oaken's Oak. In all his glory. Yeah, in all his glory. All the glory. All right. Yeah, so for that matter, I guess an immersion. you know, it's I, and you know again. I'll knock this and uh, I'll knock uh, some things over into the other category with this uh, particular attraction. But I, I, I got to give it to Frozen that they, yeah, okay, they, they put me in Arendelle. They gave me the set scene, but uh, that, that doesn't necessarily mean that it worked. <laughs> okay, <laughs> projection, projection. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Frozen on this one. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Okay, like wow, that's our first disagreement. First, yeah, the first one. Yeah. Wow, that's what. And, and to be honest, this was a tough one to do. Because I, I could have gone back and forth, but I just I, I tried to be as objective as possible. Yeah, it, it, yeah, that's the thing. It's like you're evaluated. You find that one thing you stick on. And for me, that sticking point was how dark and gloomy the ride feels yeah. as opposed to the theme of what we're supposed to be doing yeah. and how little it matches up. Whereas the old one, it matches up perfectly. I would edge out Frozen Ever After for this one as well. I think that... The point Danny makes is valid that especially in the original, it does have a very creepy vibe to it. Like it's almost at one point, like, Oh, this is kind of a scary ride. I don't know if I would let kids ride this thing. It's kind of, hmm, they might, they might be a little not old enough or not mature enough. You know, when people ask about, is my kid going to like this ride? I don't know that younger kids would have really had a good time on Maelstrom. I think they might've been a little scared there, but no matter it, it still did what it was supposed to do. It was mm-hmm. brought you into that ancient mythology of, uh, of Norway. But again, what they're trying to accomplish with Frozen Ever After does the same exact thing that they're trying to accomplish. And that is to bring you into this world of uh, Anna and Elsa and, 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 and all the characters that are in there. And again, not having experienced the original one, only experiencing the new one, it doesn't seem as dark. Now, um, there are dark parts. I remember one part in particular where it, it was very dark, but overall, and the entirety of the attraction, it did not seem as dark as what as Maelstrom seemed. And I mean, not dark in tone. I mean, actually dark physically in, mm-hmm. in the actual lighting of the of the attraction. So that to me was that it was dark, but it was just like, oh, it's just at nighttime, which is OK. That's fine, too. So I didn't that didn't do that didn't take me out of it, I guess is what I'm saying. And so trying to accomplish the thing is telling this story of this, these people or of this story, I felt that Frozen did a really good job of that. So I, I did. I give it the edge. All right, hey man, you up? Wow. So um, far, yeah, we got one, one to old, one two to new, two to new, one to old. Does, does, do we split this, or how are we going with it? So this is about immersion, right? This immersion, is yes, theming immersion. and immersion, kitchen, theming, music, all that. Okay, it put you in that world. So this one, this particular category for these two was the toughest one for me. So as I lay it out like this, the best way I can put it. So one is trying to sum up the history of a whole area in a span of time. That's it. That's very hard to do. The other one has a property like an IP and all it has to do is just pull the high points off the IP, plug it in and it said, there you go. You got it right. And so I went with the challenge of that. Now, um, 
Whew, what else made it tough was Frozen has just better technology, but you know, Mishra's is older. I totally get that. But it's also the part that makes it kind of off in the immersion part because like the, the characters are cool once you pass by and look at them directly, right? Because they got that weird whatever that balloon thing is and it's got their face and you're watching them talk and stuff. But once you get to a certain direction, it's like half their face is gone. <laughs> you ever notice yeah, that? Yeah, the projection faces. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Not, weird. Right. So, um, so there's so so there's, so there's that. But with Maelstrom, you're you're what you see is what you're getting, and then you can look at it, you can absorb it. You know, I mean that little creepy blue light. You know, mystery of the you know Norway thing is that you're is not the first to pass. Yeah, that's yeah. spooky as hell. And, and you're and you're seeing everything from like just a, a huge vantage point, but you're. You're stretching time. It yeah. doesn't really, you're not really put in a place as much as you are time traveling. That's the impression that I get from that. Uh, also with Frozen, it's it's good, but then it's like the same thing, just pretty much over and over. So it's hard to be immersed once you've already seen the first half of it. And then the other half is, yeah, it's the same thing, you know. So uh, I went with Maelstrom, but it was a very tough. Oh, cool. Yes, but it was a very tough thing to work through. Thank there God go. we got another host on this podcast that has a brain. I mean, yeah, that's all I go, yeah. But that was tough. <laughs> yeah, this one, a- this one is the this particular one was the toughest one for me to to get through. Yeah, that it was a tough one. It is tough, but what it really came down to for me was when I rode this ride, there's a part of me is like, this is what we're getting from Frozen. This is what the Imagineers decided we needed from Frozen. And it takes you out of the theming. There's a darkness element of it that, like I said before, but I mean, it, there really is also that secondary element of this is all we're getting out of Frozen. Whereas when you ride Maelstrom, there's no expectations, right? And and the expectations for Frozen's like, wow, that's it, just a bunch of characters singing the shit we already already heard. Thank you. See, like, that's it, where I knock uh, the Frozen era after in storytelling. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, and, and I'm not to give my project my vote away, but that, I don't yeah. know what the hell is going on there. Yeah, uh, well, so that's where I put my critique. Yeah, on New Ride because it's like you know, as far if you're putting me in the world of Arendelle, okay, yeah, y'all kind of did it. Okay. I mean, if you're taking me through Norway, I know nothing of Norway. Mm-hmm. I assume this is right, but I, there's some things about it that take me out, and I'll explain that more in writing. Yeah, I, I was gonna say like, yeah. I, so I, I'm interested to hear that discussion because I I probably went the other way with storytelling just because of that because. Well, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get, get to it. it. Yeah, we're, we'll we're jumping ahead. So two to yeah. two. Okay, on this one. All right. So we're moving ahead to moving ahead to ride experience number three. Ride Very experience. Category. Ride experience. All right. So ride experience for me is where Frozen Ever After really falls apart. It comes down to as I was just speaking about expectations. This is Frozen. This is one of the best things that Disney has put out in recent memories. You expect uh, you ex- you expect so much more from a ride based on frozen because you know the movie so well the characters so well they it really really caught on for us we knew the lines we knew the dialogue of the movie because our child would watch it so much so when all you get is static show scenes of characters singing the same old songs you already knew it's just kind of lame it, it feels like you might as well have just save yourself the hour you waited in line and just caught the Frozen Ever After song sing along thing over at Hollywood Studios <laughs> exactly. instead. Like exactly. it, the ride doesn't do a single damn new thing with the characters. There's no villain. There's no drama. There's no tension. It, there's 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 no stakes. There's no unfortunate circumstances of any type. It's just static, completely. Happy, happy, happy sure, in the sure, dead sure. of night. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy at the dead of night. I mean, getting orange juice and that. Uh, <laughs> all right, go ahead, sir. No, no, I was just saying, first time I wrote it, that's exactly what I thought. It's like, this is really all they're going to do with Frozen. That's it. The whole point is we're going to the summer snow day festival. And, and that never really even quite pays off. The end scene is just Anna, Elsa, and Olaf singing summer. Like, where's the big festival? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought we were going to a thing, uh, but we don't. With Maelstrom, there were no expectations. You had no clue of what you were going to see. So when you get the Vikings and, and the trolls and the polar bears and the oil rig, you're like, well, damn, that mural knew what it was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stare at it for 45 minutes. 
it's kind of like the usual suspects. Yeah. You know? When you find out if you had just paid attention <laughs> to the giant bulletin board, you would have known exactly who Kaiser Soze was. That's what Maelstrom was. All the time that we spent there waiting in line, that mural told us everything about what we were going to say. Yep. Having said that, I, I, I just I don't know what it was about that hodgepodge of history and folk tales and, and, and offshore drilling that works so well, but it just did. It just worked. And when your boat suddenly goes backwards over the falls on Maelstrom, you knew exactly why. The troll had just, yeah. <laughs> I have no clue why Elsa decided to banish us from her ice castle and send us hurtling backwards towards Marshmallow. No clue. So in the end, you you may walk out of Maelstrom somewhat confused, especially since you've never even encountered a Maelstrom on a ride called Maelstrom. But you walk out of Frozen Ever After disappointed. And so that's why I would say the ride experience on Maelstrom is better than the ride experience on Frozen Ever After. Ah, so your point goes to Maelstrom, yes? Yes. My point goes to Maelstrom as well. Oh, okay. There's no wow. doubt uh, that um, ride experience. And so, so here's the thing, though. Talking about ride experience, there's a couple of things with the old Maelstrom that kind of took me out. And I'm wondering if it's just because maybe Norway didn't put enough money to developing the ride, whereas maybe Frozen might have had the edge. You know, every inch of that Frozen Ever After ride is covered in something, whether it's projections, whatever else. Yeah, so technology kind of helps things too. But at the same time, that same, even though it wasn't the same technology, they still had technology which could have made the entire ride of Maelstrom like you know just completely lit up. Mm-hmm. There's portions of time I, I don't you may better relate to this in the land ride, living with the land, uh, where sometimes you go through some scenes there's like a lot of empty space, you know, a lot of like uh, transition scenes and stuff. And I remember in the old Maelstrom ride, especially when you're going backwards, there's a lot of black walls. Mm-hmm. You know, you see some things that are lit like the polar bear and whatnot, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of opportunities which it maybe could have lit up that back wall or painted something differently that i feel like now looking back on maybe just got budgeted out which i still think they could have filled it in much like they do with frozen ever after even mm-hmm. frozen ever after theming however with all that being said as far as the ride experience goes yeah there was no expectation expectation with this the only expectation that i had and this was maybe because of good promotion to the story that was happening but i remember the big thing with this attraction was that oh you're good could almost get hurtling off of a falls. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to get tossed into the falls. And then as you were walking up to the queue, you'd see that boat kind of poke through the hole that used yeah. to be where the waterfall is, almost go over. And then it would all of a sudden something would happen. It would disappear, mm-hmm. disappear, disappear. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, as far as, uh, as the ride experience goes, uh, the troll said I was going to get turtled into North Sea. Okay, well, this must be what the North Sea is like. Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the troll said I was going to get hurtled back into the falls. You know, it's like, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's some ice with the polar bears. All right, that's Norway. That's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff with it that just made the ride experience of it uh, better, I think, than Frozen Ever After. Yes, the ride system itself and nuts and bolts are essentially the same with a couple of different, uh, I guess, d- um, changes to the route of the ride as well mm-hmm. um but still you know you come out the north sea you empty into a norwegian fishing village all right there he goes there there's the, there's okay that's cool all right it's very cool very very cool look great it was nice um i Until wish you were you realized you were trapped there yeah you were trapped there <laughs> and you were first trapped there yeah i wish they would have fixed that but yeah i wish first, in the queue, they would have built up the story of the trolls i think that yeah. would have helped the whole troll storyline yeah. but overall uh, you know it's I, I still think Maelstrom, and this is not just because of the 80s bias or old Epcot bias, but it's just, I think Maelstrom has the better uh, ride experience for sure. 100%. Yeah. So my point goes to that. Yeah, I agree. All right. So I'm a little torn because I think a lot of the points that Danny makes are good, but I'm wondering if that has more to do with story than the ride experience. Now, just from my outside looking in, the things like you said, like, um, you know, like the, the actual storyline that's not really compelling at all so on that case that makes me want to lean more towards giving the points to frozen on the flip side the from what i could see from the videos i watched on maelstrom you weren't expecting that whole backwards thing and the trolls were like ah they came at you and you're like wait a minute what's going on oh, i'm going backwards it seemed like that was probably like more fun of a ride experience than what you're getting with frozen because with frozen there's no reason for you to even go backwards at all it's just like okay here we are we saw that now we need to go backwards so we can leave she let you go 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the torn. best explanation for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good, good point. This Vanishing one really truly has man. me torn because, again, the whole thing with the actual ride itself, the actual physical ride, what you're doing on the ride, there's a reason why you get pushed backwards because you of the trolls and these things. It's just like it makes sense. Whereas the Frozen, it doesn't have any bearing whatsoever. There's no reason. You could have just gone straight through and it would have been the same ride. So, again, I'm at this. I feel like this is like, hey, man, I need to be able to cheat and do a half a point. But that being said, I was going to say, wait, I'm wait, make what, you, keep, you keep talking about you're, you're torn, but I haven't heard a single thing that you said thus far in favor of Frozen Ever After. Uh, the one thing I would say that I have in favor of is, is that I remember being able to actually see more. Like, it seems like, again, the, the ride itself with Melstrom is so dark that it's it's hard to actually physically see things. Like, like I can't physically even see the details of the ride that I'm experiencing. That's because you're watching food. video on YouTube. Yes, again, I know that's a disadvantage. <laughs> and I'm sure, too, that the video that was taken back then, even the technology they used to take the video is not as good as the technology that we have now. So, all that being said, gun to head, I'm going to go with Maelstrom on it. I'm going to give it, but it was a close, close call for me personally. But I think the fact that it seems like there was an element of surprise to the actual ride that you're going on. When things happen, you're like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. And so things like that. And again, to Danny's point, there's no villain. There's no drama. There's no sense of danger or anything at all in the Frozen thing. It's just like, okay, we made it here. Time to leave. Okay. So I'm going to edge it out to Maelstrom. All right. There we go. So point to Maelstrom for Lee. And Eli, what say you, sir, with this? <sighs> okay. Well, I, I know we got a couple other ones to hit, so I'll just put it right between the eyes. I, I went frozen with this one. What? Uh, Interesting. Yes, I did. Be- what? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Uh, experience. Yes. Okay. But the, 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 the main thing here for me was about uh, visuals. Pretty much, like you know, I can, I can I, I, now. To be oh, fair, I, I can see what you to mean. To be yeah, fair, yeah, I, yeah. I've never watched the the show ad nauseum. I mean, I've seen Frozen, so but I've never, you know, seen all this other stuff like that. So when I went on it, I remember just kind of looking, and I'm like, all right, well, this is different. They're trying to do something here. Then I come across, and I see creatures like blowing like air and all this other stuff. So I was <laughs> like, all right, well, you know what? Visually, that's some that's some cool stuff to to see, and. um I was pretty much good with that. I mean, I have nothing against Maelstrom. I'm not saying it's a it's a terrible ride experience or nothing like that. But I don't know. It just it's got a lot. It doesn't have the style that Frozen has in this particular. I, I wish there was some things they could change up to kind of make it a little more in your face. Definitive for you? <laughs> yeah, but the but style wise is okay. is what would put this one over the edge for me. Interesting. On that. I, style wise, like what? Oh, how it looks like the just like the overall, I don't know, overall feel of it. I mean, the fact that I, I'm look every time I'm looking around something in there, I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. You know, this guy's this, this and that this you know, kind of popping up stars here, stars that, you know, uh, characters are, are greeting me. So like, you know, hey, how you doing? So it allows for a little more. I don't know how you put it. Interactivity. Engagement, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I it mean, like fuller, maybe. I'm just looking. I guess I'm looking at it as a person who doesn't look at the frozen property that much. So I'm I'm kind of like, all right, this is cool what they did. Okay, you know, um, I give you that. Yeah, and and again, just like I said about the like the tech. I mean, when I first saw it, I was like, well, wow, that's pretty good. How they like a, that. it's like a better use of the space is what you're saying. Yeah, just a better use, better use of technology, really. Or maybe they just use oh, the space, well. whereas Maelstrom they budget things out. And you know, and it might like be I a point too. To, yeah, yeah, like you were saying earlier. I think if they give Maelstrom like a, I guess that defeats the point of this exercise. But if it had that facelift to where you know um, things are a little more interactive, it is cool to go down backwards. For the record, but I think that's the only thing here. This one has a little more bells and whistles for for me as far as my experience. So that's that's why I went with what I went with. Yeah, this is one of the first attractions that Disney decided to try out the backwards thing. Yeah, you know, before they did it on mm-hmm. Expedition Everest and all that, so it's, it's kind of it, it was pretty kind of revolutionary for Disney at the time. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, 
But that's like interesting. All right. So Eli gives the point to Frozen Ever yeah, After on Red Experience. It's a weird one. <laughs> he's like, you see his eyes fluttering. Like, it is. I'm, I'm he's got to twitch. wrap my head around it. He's giving like, him a twitch. I, the, only, the only thing I can say to that is like, yeah, here's a guy who hadn't had to watch Frozen like 80,000 times. Correct. So when you sit there and watch it, like, really, that's it? They're not going to advance these characters in any way. They're just singing the same old crap. They're still stuck in time singing the same old crap. So I, I guess I could see that. Like, if you're detached from the property where you're like, just not let down by it, it you know it's like a uh it's like watching one of the newfangled fireworks show they like to do mm-hmm. what are they gonna do hodgepodge of songs you already know and love right Most stuff yeah up. exactly all the crap you already know we're just gonna feed it right back to you and just call it something different because this time uh i don't know anna and christoph are singing this song and, and olaf singing that song and that's really the only thing they do is they kind of switch up who sings who songs yeah but um that's, okay that's it that's yeah. interesting how that broke down okay yeah. So we're there, Fred experience. We made it through the halfway point. Mm-hmm. And now we're. Wait, 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 can we get a tabulation at this point? Because I'm oh, okay. curious. Yeah, so, so what are uh, at, Lee? What's the tabulation? It's close. It's close. Uh, Maelstrom has five points. Frozen Ever After has seven points. Wow. Oh, so let's see how All this right. thing ends up. But yeah, uh, Frozen Ever After is ahead right now. It's getting hot in here. So cold. I got to melt all that ice. <laughs> yeah, it's getting cold. So yeah, Ooh. we got two so more categories. So figure out who comes on top. Oh, who goes down backwards? Or who goes down backwards over the fall? <sighs> yeah, literally. So the next category is story. All right, story. So Danny <laughs> goes to you, sir. So there really should be no winners here, <laughs> but since <laughs> I, I I have to pick, I'm going to have to go with Frozen Ever After for no other reason than I know the story. It's a stupid story, but I know it. We're going to the big summer day spectacular extravaganza, whatever the hell they're calling it in Arendelle, except I don't know why the hell we just boarded a boat to go to the celebration when we're already in Arendelle and we just walked through the damn village. Why do we have to go to Elsa's ice castle to see it? I, I don't know. We could just walk 10 feet. We're there. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Why did we have to board a boat for this to end up right where we ended up at? But okay so it's a story again there's no villain there's no drama there's no tension it's kind of tasteless colorless odorless just bland <laughs> but it's a story <laughs> with Melshorn, I, I i've written that thing uh, uh, hundreds of times and i honestly couldn't tell you what the story is for sure i think we encountered some kind of a magical light that kind of whisked us back through time during when the vikings were explorers and trolls were real and polar bears were not dealing with the effects of climate change i don't know but all i know is that somehow we ended up in the past either way danny we're not the first to that we're not the first you are not right (laughs) but then the troll sends us back to the present and because and we know that because there's an old rig that we see on a blustery day. I have no idea. It's like uh, the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh. I have many theories as to what that ride is. I couldn't tell you for sure what the story is. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know how to call this a story. I, I, I'm struggling to piece the two together. And one, I can say the story sucks. The other one, I have to say, I don't know what the story is. And so I, if I've got to go with the one or the other, and maybe I'll have a better take on this. And I, I'm curious to hear because maybe I'll still change it. But I've got to go with the devil I know over the devil I don't know. And that would be the crappy story that exists with Frozen <laughs> Ever After. I mean, maybe like if we can we count the, the, the freaky film that we see at the end that kind of communicates the history and the culture better than the ride we just were on? Because we can incorporate the film. Maybe then. Well, that's part of the ride. I sure. would say that that communicates the better sense of the story really you would say that because i feel like there's no trolls in the damn ride <laughs> i mean in the, in, the, in the movie there's no trolls in the movie they're all over the damn ride they're and an integral part of the ride it's all in the mural daddy it's hey. no there's no trolls in the mural it's madness Danny, they, got, they got budgeted out yeah <laughs> they, I, that's all i can I'm trying to help Maelstrom. Man. They, they just got budgeted. Out I just, I hear you. There's bro. too many mental gymnastics to find a story in Maelstrom. So I got to go with Frozen. That's perfect. Dan. You yeah. could do it. Gabby yeah. Douglas. That's I perfect. Tried. That's, I tried. That is perfect. You could do it. And so one of my <sighs> biggest knocks on the frozen ever after is like, yeah, they state the story, but I don't feel like the story was supported well at all. I have no idea what the hell's going on or how we got there or why we're we going there. What the hell's going on in frozen after? I don't I even don't know, know what's going on. 
Don't know. So yeah, I can see your point about going with the, the, the devil you don't know. However, and I remember looking this up when I was a young person because I didn't know what the hell Maelstrom meant. It's a whirlpool. Yeah, it's a whirlpool in one definition of the world. The other definition, which I think fits, and it, it kind of helps with what, the way you were describing the story of Maelstrom, it fits. The other definition, according to Oxford English Dictionary, is a situation or state of confused movement or violent <laughs> turmoil. Well, that's Which is exactly what you got. Okay. You don't know what the hell's going on. There's things that are missing. You all of a sudden you're going getting sent off by trolls. You're going backwards. Like what the hell? Why am I going backwards? And now why am I going forwards? Why am I just in the North Sea in the present where I just transport into the past? Leave it to Kevin to find no sense out of madness. I have no idea what the heck is going on, but if I take the name of the ride itself, because I had I remember asking, like, what the hell is Maelstrom me? And uh, you know, my dad would tell me, Yeah, it's a whirlpool. And I'll go through the ride, I'm like there's no freaking whirlpool in this. <laughs> <laughs> and so luckily we had some dictionaries at home and I looked it up and this, this take confused movement. I was like, yeah, that's, that's it. I was, I don't know what the hell was going on, but I think I took a trip through Norway from the past to the present. Uh, I don't know. The coolest part for me was the, uh, the North sea just cause it was cold and you, you could have gotten wet. Yeah. <laughs> it was a drop and that was about it, but I was confused. It, it's crazy. And then we got a movie mm. fishing village and movies like, Okay, maybe you guys should have led with that. Now, I don't know if you remember when it first opened. Then you had travel agents that could you could book a ticket to Norway. You know what? <laughs> you oh know? wow! Right after they had they had you know I guess whatever Norwegian Airlines was there. Maybe you know what? That's a good point. Maybe instead of having that damn mural sitting up there, they just sort of had that movie playing on a loop, and that way it would have stopped us from like, okay, we're done, we're ready to get off the ride. Instead of holding us here, we could have watched that damn movie, had a better sense of what we were about ready to see. Danny, more people would have watched that movie that way than the way they originally had <laughs> I guarantee it. Oh, I, I saw our guests, park goers, man, busting through. As soon as those doors opened, they, they were like Jerome Bettis. Passing <laughs> through that yeah. line of people before the automatic doors closed. Yes. Wow. Yeah, wasn't, wasn't there wasn't that a thing where like if you didn't move fast enough, you were going to get stuck and you were forced to watch the movie? Is that right? I remember yeah, that it. was oh, okay. the that was the thing. But I remember back seeing in the goers just pushed yeah. the damn automatic door open. Yeah, they were yeah. confused. They want like no, uh-uh, I've got things to do. I need to get out of here, buddy. Boy, <laughs> I count, I can count four times that I've actually seen that movie. <laughs> Wow. And, and, you know, I saw it the first time just because it was new. And then the other three times I think, what was this movie about? Oh, I'll stay with it. Oh, I remember why I never stayed for the movie. And it was just the end of the cycle until they closed it. <laughs> I, like My parents used to make me sit for the movie because you used to have to because they would hold you there yeah. to make you watch the movie afterwards. But then, like, one of the times I went, it was just me and Kevin. Kevin's like, have you watched the movie? I was like, yeah, I've watched the movie. He's like, you know how that crazy that movie is? Like, I really don't remember. He's like, we're watching the movie. And so <laughs> yeah, that was I had to, so they watched the movie with Kevin again. I was like, God, that's a freaky movie. Like, yeah. Like, the two minutes of that movie freaks you the hell out, man. Burn. It's a lot scarier. <laughs> like as a kid, dude, man. It flashed the pictures up, went to dark. <laughs> Vikings. But I like how you use Webster's Dictionary to help nail this down for you. Had, like, yeah, yeah was, I had to. Maelstrom could be Whirlpool. It could be this giant, you know, thing that sucks you or it just could be it, it could just as easily be called hullabaloo, <laughs> yeah. hullabaloo. Yeah. or, or, or right. uh, eddie <laughs> yeah. like a river eddie, eddie. Yeah. <laughs> all right so you're gonna go with they could have called it bedlam and that would have been fine right yeah yeah right. so i'm giving my point to mail for sure right. story wise i like the the thought process because i have no idea what the hell frozen out. i don't know what's ever after what, just, what's the ever after part i Exactly. Oh, no. <laughs> well, no. So I was like, Maelstrom, okay. I'm confused. That's what I said. There's no winner to If there's one category I could change my vote on, it would be this one. All right. All right. Next. So I'm wondering as we continue all these exercises and go through these different comparisons, if the cue is going to directly impact your opinion on this category. Because it seems like if you don't have a good cue, you don't have a good story. It's almost like the two have to coexist. Like it's hard if you've got a crappy cue that doesn't set up the story. It seems like that has a negative impact on the story. If that makes sense. Well, you know, you know what's funny about that. I, I see what you're saying with that, but the concept of Disney's scene one is relatively new because mm-hmm. you know back in the day, early days of the theme parks, they didn't really concentrate much on the cues. It yeah, wasn't until much later. This yeah. is an example. Yeah. I mean, you think about anything in Fantasyland. Um, it's all switchbacks. There was many few rides. Like I'd say Pirates, Haunted Mansion, and there weren't a lot that had a good 
Q1. Space Mountain is questionable. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's Q-wise. It, it's such well, a, a whole spacey thing. Pirates had a good Q. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's oh, few. It's oh, far oh, my few. bad. Scene right. one was far and few between. Uh, the majority of rides, scene one was was not as concentrated on. But Pawn of Mansion never had a big a, a good queue until they did the extended. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's so, that's definitely part of the list. Is like okay. it, it, you didn't get. I mean, yeah, you could say maybe the walkthrough parts when you finally get in, but no, you're finally in. It's not mm-hmm. really part of the queue. So yeah, the whole scene one concept. Yeah, I think it, it can impact how you experience the whole thing. Case in point. Oh, uh, oh shoot! The new Star Wars. Uh, uh, Rise of Resistance. Rise of Resistance. Yeah. I don't even know where the ride begins and ends. It's like I enter, it's like already mm. I'm in it. It's a yeah, watching the Rebel base, you already feel like you're on the ride. It's an incredible scene one. But yeah, no, to Lee's point, yeah, absolutely. So I think that's ultimately going to have some kind of an impact on these exercises we do. And I'm wondering if that's going to put some of the original attractions at a disadvantage because as you said, a lot of them there is no real cue story. And there's no setup. It's just Hey, wait in line, and here's some pretty things to look at. And as they've added interactive cues and things like that through the years, maybe that has helped out. But yeah, so long way of saying, I would just get the edge to Frozen with this one again, because I think that it, the original cue helps to set up the story and helps the story make more sense, whereas with Maelstrom, it doesn't. It just is like, hey, you don't know what you're getting into, and now you're on it, and that just happened, so... <laughs> All right, that's it. <laughs> and you're done. So uh, my point goes to Frozen for that reason. Okay. So, so far, we're two for Maelstrom, one for Frozen Ever After. No, two for Frozen after, Ever After, one for Oh, that's Maelstrom. right. That's right. Right. Yeah. That's right. Wait. Oh, I, haven't, I haven't changed my, my vote yet. Oh, you voted. That's right. Two yeah. for Frozen, one for Maelstrom. I could potentially, but thus far, I'm sticking with my gun. Okay. So Eli could tie it, or you could put it over for the new one. So what do you think, sir? <sighs> well... Maelstrom, uh, it it has a, a harder job being a ride that you have to rely on all these like specific authentic places, and you got to sum up all of this history in a very short period. It's almost akin to taking a real thick woman and putting her in an outfit that's just two sizes too small. Yeah, it's, mercy. Like, it's interesting to watch <laughs> you try to do that, but. Why are you do? Oh, uh, but they sound do that. like you have experience with this. That's why I used it. Okay. That's why I used that. it. So it's it's so I guess that's the impression that I've always gotten uh, from it. It's just a lot to squeeze in. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this, but I I really don't know what the story is. Like I don't I, know either. But you really want to talk about big women? I do. <laughs> I do. I really big do. Women and <laughs> little <laughs> Eli. Yeah. In two short dresses. <laughs> It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> so the other thing is, though, with Frozen, Frozen, uh, I mean, it has, again, it has that thing since it's an IP, can capitalize on the movie. So really, again, all you got to do is throw in the characters, you know, put in some scenes that I guess you would remember, and boom, you're in there. Now, having said all of that, again, I had only watched the movie once. I never had to sing the songs and everything. So I really wouldn't have known what are the further characters they could have thrown into that world to make it more than what it was. But yeah, I was, I was somewhere. It was cold. I was supposed to be somewhere else. I understood that. And then this creature, you know, does a triple H and spits at me right before I triple H and I leave. But yeah, there's not, there's not much to either one as far as, Oh man, you know, the part where the guy did that part and man, that freaked me out. Like there's no, there's neither one of those in here. For me, but yeah, Frozen is edges it out for me because that's the only way you can get like a, a piece of story. So if we were, if we were just going to Webster's Dictionary, though, we might have all gone around the, the exact same. Because now, like the idea that ma- like because again, like to, in order to pay off a story called Maelstrom, you would think at some point in time you would encounter a Maelstrom, which would be great. Which you don't, <laughs> you don't, unless you listen to Kevin redefine what a Maelstrom is. And that I didn't even think to take in, uh, into account. So what what is the tally right now, Lee? Let's take a quick peek. Um, so Eli's going to need to clarify. Eli, you're giving it to. He's giving it to Frozen, Frozen. right? Yeah, Frozen. yeah, I'm giving uh, it to Frozen. Yeah. Oh, well, you know what? Frozen is inching up here. Most of them, total of six points. Frozen after ten. One category to go. Oh, so, so, so we that could have a possible tie. So it's over right now. Right no, or it's a tie. If 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 Maelstrom sweeps the next category, it's a tie. 
Okay, then I will change my vote just to make this interesting. Okay. Because I now I'll change my vote to Maelstrom because of what Kevin said. The ride that, experience? Yeah, the, oh, it's okay. the ride experience that I would go with because it's a it, neither of these rides did a great job communicating the story. And one story disappointed, like I said, and the other story, um, I have no idea what it was. But Kevin just kind of like, hey, it's the maelstrom of ideas. And so that seems to make sense to me in a way that I can justify it just for the, the fun of things. Let's just see where it goes. Okay. Well, that you're right. It was a budget. I like it. Yeah. Uh, Seven it was a budget nine day is where we're at now. Seven to nine. Seven All, right. nine. All right. So it could go either way. All right. So we're at the final category with Danny just switched over. We got now a, a close game. Anything could happen here. And the last category is repeatability. All that 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 we experienced with number one, two, three, four, those experiences. Now we get to repeatability. Who gets the point? Maelstrom or Frozen Ever After? Danny, you're the first one up, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So, and this is help explain part of the reason I did switch my vote on the last one. Neither of these rides, neither Maelstrom nor Frozen Ever After, are must-dos for me. They, they never were. I think the greatest element that Maelstrom had going for it is that there was never a wait <laughs> to get... Well, not never. If you went in the 80s, there was a wait. But as time progressed, there was never a wait. Now, if we're factoring in wait time, Maelstrom would easily win this category for me because I'm... I, I've got to wait 45 minutes to an hour to ride Frozen Ever After. I can wait five minutes to ride Maelstrom. I'm going to ride Maelstrom. But to be fair and balanced here, I think you have to approach it as if the wait times were equal. And in that instance, I'm going to give the nod to Frozen Ever After. And maybe I'm just a little bit biased here because my daughter was a huge Frozen fan. So she loved the ride. And... um, Frozen Ever After, while it didn't have a great story, it's clearly technologically superior in just about every way to Maelstrom. I'm not a big fan of the digital faces, as we talked about before. I think it's kind of lame and broke. I, I prefer seeing the real faces. On the, I don't like that. Uh, and I think that helps contribute to why that ride is so dark. So those faces do pop and, and, and show off a little bit. But the animatronic movement is completely fluid. Seeing Olaf ice skate and dance, Sven with his tongue stuck to that pillar. I mean, it, marshmallow as opposed to the the troll. Like I, I like marshmallow and the snowies. Yeah, the I, very like end, them, the, I prefer that to the troll. The queue is phenomenal, and it's a little longer than Maelstrom. So overall, I'm going to give the nod to Frozen Ever After on this one, as far as oh, repeatability goes. And that's why I switched votes because I didn't want. I knew that next vote would have put it over the edge. And I'd rather y'all gentlemen decide its fate. So now I think it's tied. And so y'all three gentlemen will decide who wins. All right. Well, you know, I do remember the times when Maelstrom had the long ride. So I do, I can't compare equalness to it as far as repeatability, but I am going to give my point to Maelstrom. Oh, wow. I would much rather ride Maelstrom over and over again than Frozen Ever After. Even if the wait times are equal. Even if the wait times are equal. I, if they're both 45 minutes. I, now, if they were over an hour, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'll just assume skip and go drink a margarita next door. There you go. <laughs> but, you know, or get, you know, like a, a cheeseburger egg roll next door the other way. Okay. But well, either way, if the wait times are similar, I'd much rather go to Maelstrom than Frozen After. I, I, I just, I, I, I don't. Uh, that's one of the rides. It's, it's not a must do for me. If I happen to skip it, I will skip it. And, um, Maybe there's a little bias there only because that was probably one of the only action rides in World Showcase in the day. So maybe I'm a little biased with that. But I, I, I do enjoy Maelstrom more so that I would want to do it again when it all is said and done. You know, if I had to ride Frozen because my daughters wanted to do it, then I would do it. But if it was over an hour, I'd try to convince them not to. <laughs> you know, and we could do something else. Um, you know, lure him with a swing pool, which is always an easy catch. <laughs> you know, in the hotel. But yeah, I'm giving my point to Maelstrom, man. I'll, repeatability for me, it goes to that. Okay. Okay. Well, interestingly enough, 
I've never repeated Frozen. I've it one time, and I was like, all right, this is great. Don't have to do this again. That was yeah. great. That was really what you said when you got off that ride? Okay, this is cool. <laughs> I, you know, I understand why people like it. <laughs> you know, this is cool. Like, uh, I get it. But, you know, it's not like something I'm beating If I down. ask him one more time, you went from this is great to this is cool. That's gonna be like, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> it's lukewarm. We're going to get to the point where it sucks at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but no, I mean, like, it's not like I'm I'm at the, the front gate of Epcot at, at at rope drop waiting to go to frozen mm. you know so there's that i can't speak on whether or not i would want to ride maelstrom over and over again because i never got to experience it so what i'm going to do is i'm going to lean with the fact that the ride waits are so long tells me that a lot of people want to ride this over and over and over again and the fact that the waits for maelstrom were five minutes ten minutes was that no one really cares over and over and over again so yes i would love to be able to just get on and hop on and ride it but the fact that the the wait times are so long it tells you it's super popular and people want to do it and they probably wrote it last time and they want to ride it again so with have not had the experience of repeating either one i'm gonna have to lean towards frozen wow so you yeah. put the responsibility for this decision on 100 percent, 100 percent. all you eli like yeah, you do realize that Frozen debuted in the '80s. So when you started showing up in 2010, and you started riding it, that maybe think like, can we give Frozen Ever After maybe 20 years before we judge the wait times on that? Maybe so, but I mean, we're going by <laughs> right now. Going if right I was going to ride it, you know, okay. what would happen? And I gotta, I gotta believe that it's you know, it was time for Maelstrom to to move on. It was time okay. to move on from Maelstrom. And, and do something different, and this is what they gave us, and I think it's a, a good, appropriate change if you're going to change it to something. At least Frozen is somewhat close to Norway. You know, I mean, and- they could have, they could have. What they could have done is taken the technology they have now and said, hey, man, Maelstrom is a classic Epcot ride, and we want to we make it better than it ever was, and we want to do it right. And they could have done that. They yeah, did. they could have given me a better they story said, of look. Norway. Yeah. But they said, no, you're getting Frozen. We need to appease to the to the kids or whatever the case may be. So that's what we have. And with working with what we have, again, I I would say that obviously people want to repeat this over and over again. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the people and give it to Frozen. Lee, a man of the people. The people's man of the people. The people the people's people's line waiter. People's man. If you smell like, what Las Vegas cooking. All the time. All the time. It smells like text backs. <laughs> It smells like Tex-Mex. You say if you smell like what the last week is cooking, that's it. like chili spices. Yeah, it is. All right. So, okay, wait, wait, wait. What's the tally right now then? Like, sounds like frozen or, ahead, huh? Yeah, actually, that puts frozen ahead. Okay. So, what is the, what is the exact tally? So, right now, it is Maelstrom 8, Frozen Ever After 11. So, the best that we can hope for is a, that it bumps it up would to be nine. 9 to 11. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. If, if, if you like goes so with frozen ever, Okay. So it'll never have... make double digits regardless. All right. Yes. Right. Oh, wow. And that was with me switching a vote to give Maelstrom yeah. a, a chance. A bump yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, give it a chance. Yes. Well, you don't need me for none of this then pretty much. No, we just like, we want to hear We just want to get your vote. Yeah, everybody has a vote. Maybe you'll make Lee change his mind. Uh, that's well, possible. Uh, we'll see. Well, um, so here's the thing. I'm repeatability on either one of these i'm not really worried about i remember when Daddy and i would go and like way back in the day to go to a ride we had to wait we would go to maelstrom to kill time yep <laughs> before going to the next ride yeah. because it was like yeah it's something to do you know so you kind of sit there you kind of chill and like all right you know that was good really the only reason why i went on to frozen was because you know i was like hey well uh it's it's different check it out and both cases, um, yeah, I've I've never I've never said ooh 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 need to go there see that again. Now, uh, <laughs> having having said all of that, I mean, I think really what they should have did was give this thing, you know, a Thor layover, and 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 <laughs> then you'd have had your repeatability. Thank you Thor. I know, man. You know, know he yeah. he fits right into that mural. Yeah, you know, you could, you know, but a man could dream. A man could dream. You and you dream. You dream about Thor. Yes, I they should do. use the Thor from uh, Adventures in Babysitting. They could have got away with that. Oh, oh the Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> Why not? Why not? So I guess now you you take that, and then uh, the only thing left to really say is is that Frozen is the more visually 
impressive out of the two. And that's not, it's tough to say that. Well, it's easy to say that, but it's not fair because one is made in the past. So if Baelstrom would have had like the same facelift and you'd have put them like right up against each other, I would have taken Maelstrom with the facelift. But without it, I would have to go for Frozen for what it is. Plus, you're right. My daughter wanted to see it. My daughter's an adult, but I guess my grandchild, my grandchild wanted to see it or something. You know, I they would know what it was and I could. So yeah, there you go. Oh, you just broke the third wall or the fourth wall, whatever. What do they call it? Fourth wall, right? Fourth wall, yeah. You, you broke you the fourth wall. No, you just uh, told yeah. everybody you're a grandfather. Oh yeah, you are Grandpa Eli. I am, I am a grandpa. To yes. rat, to, to rat. rat. Yes. Sing, send your congratulations to eivory504 at yahoo.com. <laughs> <laughs> send money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send, send, send liquor. Yeah, send a lot of liquor. The liquor will stay with him. The money will go to his daughter. Yeah. So that is the only thing that would give it that level of repeatability. But yeah, but by myself, I would go to either one. So Frozen is what I've chosen. Frozen is what you have chosen. Yeah. Frozen, Frozen is, is what, what you've I've chosen. chosen. So this is uh, this is a case where the retheming beats the original. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What's the final score? What do we got? So what is it? 12 to something? 8 to 10. I mean, 8 to 12. Melstrom 8, eight to 12. Frozen after, right. after 12. And it really should be 7 to 13. I changed my vote just for the hell of it. Just yeah. to see. Because I did think you made a good argument. And I did think that that oh, the story category was so even keeled in, yeah. in terms of just being both being lame. So, uh, yeah. That might have been a stretch, but it's like, a, you know, unless you automatically, like, not everybody knows the actual yeah. like, the definition of a Maelstrom. When they were going on it, they probably had to look it up too because it wasn't exactly. I don't remember if it was defined in the guy. Oh, come on, if, you, if yeah. you're naming a rod Maelstrom, I don't expect it to be hyperbole. I don't, right, right, right. Right, right. To be, you know, wordplay. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the damn Maelstrom? What's going on? Fitted. And that, you know, that would have made that ride even more killer, I think, <laughs> if they would have included that. I think right. you got to more see. Yes, something <laughs> village. It's it's like naming a drink fish. a hurricane and then you drink it and it's like, I'll juice. <laughs> juice. But don't you think they got a whirlpool in the spa in Oakland's? Uh, well, yeah, that's, in a, there? that's a sauna, though. Saunas don't have oh, a spa. Oh, a sauna. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not a spa. Yeah, oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah. Only in his pants. But, oh. <laughs> Yoo-hoo. The maelstrom. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> Woo-hoo. Uh, oh, but man. The, but the big fact, Kev, yeah, like you said, maybe maelstrom had budget constraints or something like that. It feels it like did it. have yeah. budget constraints. And I, and I, it was like the last one to open, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I, I remember going backwards in the polar bear scene. You see the polar bears. If you look the other direction, black wall, nothing. Nothing, yeah. yes. It looks like I'm in a room. It literally looks like a room, and there's just something lit up, and that's it. I'm like, yeah. really? <laughs> this it, is it? It's, Actually, it's, you know, now that I think about it, we talked we talk to Paul Torgino, and he's, he discussed this. Because Paul Torgino worked on Maelstrom. Oh, this is true. Yeah, You're right. I remember this now, Kingdom yeah. with Paul Torgino. He was, he was in charge of that. And I do believe, I don't know if it was on air or off air, but I do believe him mentioning that this was subject to a lot of budget cuts. Maybe that's no, what guy that, got stuck in my head. Yeah, that's that so. makes a lot of sense. So because it the the ride itself, I mean, it's got its history, but it doesn't have any transitions to it. It doesn't no. have anything to lead to more mysterious whirlpools or confusion or whatever you call it. And even though the the blue light narrated thing is really good at a rave, it doesn't work here all the way through. Like the guy's voice or whatever is, I mean, it's cool and creepy, but it doesn't have that extra transition to put you further and further different yeah, levels okay. of the ride yeah interesting well there it is guys theming wars frozen ever after wins over maelstrom in our particular exercise and uh look we want to know how you guys graded each one of these things who did you give your votes to how did yeah. it play out for you did maelstrom win on your end or did frozen ever after win on your end and yeah get in touch with us let us know and we're about to tell you how to do that in just a little bit guys we hope you enjoyed that show hitting against two properties that occupied the same space yeah country and look magicrway.com is the way to go if you want to find our social media links past episodes and more plus we want to hear how your votes went in each of those categories between frozen ever after and maelstrom do it through the following ways shoot us an email at show at magicrway.com or call or text us at 185-MOWEEKEN that's 185 Mo weekend six six nine four two two six, and of course we have a couple of guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli. 
does things in comics. Yes, as always, I ask you guys to visit the website www.ivorycomics.com where you see all the works that I've done, Project Asia, Savages, and the Molly Be Damned. Of course, there's always a link to the Magic Highway podcast so you never miss a beat, never, never miss a war, Mm-mm. an opinion, a Can't. thought, a Don't. review, all that. Don't want to be more. You will mm-hmm. never miss that. Never. Facebook.com, Eli Jiren. You can find me there as long as you're a real person. It's nice to meet you. If you're a fake person, do not want to greet you. I don't have no more money for you, Mahama, 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 Nate. You got money for <laughs> thick women. That's it. Only thick women in small outfits. That's Wait. about it. <laughs> my nama now, like, what did they do? Wait, who was trying to be your friend? Probably I'm there. Okay. It's you know, it's a, it's yeah. it's really it's a it's a thing. You really have quite the cast of characters wanting to be your friend. I do, I do. Oh, you forgot the underscore in there. Yeah. Underscore. Underscore. Men are like a high men are ho. Respectively, Esquire. Next week, make a look at how I make a Chani ho. Chani ho. Love the hoes. Oh, oh, well, well, okay. Okay, why? I thought we were, thought it was the whole riff we were doing there. The whole riff? The whole riff? Oh, okay. Cool. All right, I'm all that. Next one, moving on. Hey, it's once again, it's time to step aboard the whole train. Whoop, whoop. While we still on Facebook topic, you can check out Project Geisha Facebook page. So, Go ahead, show some love right there. Instagram, I'm right there, EIV504. And of course, on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock1066. Woo, that was a lot. Mm. So if you appreciate the madness, just bringing me the gladness. Thank you very mm-hmm. much. And guys, look, if you want to book a vacation to Walt Disney World so that you can experience Frozen Ever After, you can do it through Lee. Lee, tell him how to do this. Just give me a call at 832 431 1621. You can email me at lee at magicrway.com. On Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. Instagram, you got a friend in Lee travel. And on TikTok, you got a friend in Lee. And if you do need that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Hasselvika! In addition, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole, and you can find them all on our website, magicrway.com. Plus, if you want to elevate your support of the Magic Our Way podcast, go to patreon.com forward slash magicrway. There you'll find six awesome tiers to support the show. Mm. Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to thank you for being a loyal listener, and we always love hearing from our listeners. All the opinions are always welcome on the Magic Army podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, my weekends, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out! I have every intention... Of eating those bananas for breakfast that I still somehow end up with. To rat, to rat. Hey, this is Kevin from the Magic Hour Podcast. When Calgon can't take me away, Mad Hatter Radio will. <laughs> Check it out. Bam. <laughs>